My guest today is Catherine Herrera, and you are the owner of the new boarding facility here, Canine Resort and Daycare? Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time out to, to chit-chat with us. Thank you. Before we get into your actual facility, if you want to just give people a brief history on you, how did you get involved with animals and your love for, for dogs specifically? That is, that's actually a long story. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'd always loved dogs. I really did. And lots of people say that all the time. But I knew from a very young age when I first got my first dog <laughs> that I was like, I, I want to do something with dogs. What can I do? And then, of course, there's the stereotypical ones you can get into is either being a veterinarian mm-hmm. or something in with the zoos, things of that nature. So I was looking into it as I was getting older. And the closer and closer I got to college... I was wondering, what am I going to do? What am I going to decide on? Because I found out very quickly, (laughs) the older that I got, that I was not very good at science. I hated (laughs) math. I did not like any of that. So I was like, what is going to happen here? So by the time I got to college, I was still lost as as to what I was going to do. I went and majored in animal science when I got into college. I went to ASU here in San Angelo. Mm-hmm. And that's what I settled at. I was talking with my advisor, and I told her, I was like, I just point blank, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I really don't. I'm just trying to figure it out. And I'm not doing very good so far in the classes that I'm taking with science and all of the labs and everything. I just didn't have a passion for it, and I wasn't mm-hmm. good at it. Still had a passion for dogs. And so my first semester, my advisor told me that I should, since I was in animal science at the time, she told me, you need to go and get get a internship over at a vet hospital that's what all of them do when they get into animal science because they're going something along with science with with dogs and with animals in general so that's the biggest one you need to do that because you need hours behind you and some experience I said okay that's okay I'll go do that so I went and sure enough (laughs) I got a job over at Western Veterinary Hospital which is a vet hospital it's both a small animal and equine practice okay and it's located right outside of the city limits and so I got a job there Started working there in their boarding facility. They had a boarding facility there as well, um, along with their equine facility too. So they had a whole separate building attached to the hospital, and that's where they put me. I also helped out a little bit in the hospital as well, but I mainly worked in the boarding place, taking care of the dogs there that were there. They weren't there, you know, because they were sick or anything. They were just strictly there because their owners were out of town, and they just needed somebody to watch them. Right. They had their own little setup there for the dogs to go out in the yard. We just had to feed them, clean up after them basically take care of them, make sure they're getting their medications and all that. And I loved it. <laughs> I really did. I was like, oh my gosh, this is wonderful. I never even knew this was a thing. <laughs> I, I went to, to the hospital just trying to figure out whether I even wanted to be a vet or a vet tech, anything like that. And so when they stuck me over there and they had me, I did learn some stuff here and there pertaining to vet medicine, but mainly I was taking care of the dogs and I got to know them. A lot of them were regulars. They came there almost monthly and so I, I just loved them, and I loved taking care of them and everything. And sure, it wasn't all sunshine and roses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hard to take care of dogs, especially the ones that are not yours. They don't often automatically love you. Right. They don't want to do what you want them to do. <laughs> They're like, even though you? Yeah, you're just trying to help them. You're Where just trying am to I? <laughs> exactly. You're just trying to feed them and take care of them, and you want what's best for them and everything, and you understand that they maybe don't want to be stuck here for a whole mm-hmm. weekend, but... It's just for a little bit, and so I I did my best to try to make them as comfortable as possible, and I did like it. While I was doing that, I was also had kind of like a side gig, because again, I was in college, so uh, pretty broke. Right. (laughs) I I also had to have another job 
And uh, I did my own little boarding at my house. I took care of mainly relatives' dogs and stuff while they were out of town. And some friends of a friend, I took care of their dogs. And and I also bathed some people's dogs, too. Okay. So I would do my own little bathing service at my house. I wasn't a groomer. I didn't cut hair. but You're I did a busy bathe. lady. <laughs> yes, I was very busy. <laughs> so that whole time, my whole first year in, in college, I was literally, I did not have a day off at all. Wow. I had finally quit my high school job working at a fast food restaurant. And I had switched over to the vet hospital and I was doing this too. So I was doing all that and doing school. And once I got past my first year, I was like, okay, I got to decide what am I going to do? Because my advisor kept saying, (laughs) she did say, and she was right. (laughs) What are you going to do now? You're not doing, your first year wasn't all that great with your studies. I'm just going to be honest. And I was like, (laughs) I know. But I told her about my job and she says, it seems like you really like that. Was that something you want to go towards? And Mm -hmm. I was like, "I, I think you're right. You know, I think this could be a possibility of maybe owning my own mm-hmm. business boarding and everything we definitely need it in san angelo it's we Absolutely. don't have we have a, quite a few facilities but we don't have enough and a lot of them they don't house enough yes. dogs they just don't have the capacity for it so i did look into the other facilities that we had and i talked to my mom about it and she just told me she said, hey you know that's a real possibility and at the time she was actually going back to school to mm-hmm. finish up her business degree. She was getting a business degree in accounting and she was going to go back to get her master's. She had never finished that. So I was super proud of her for that. And I was like, oh, you know, that's a really great thing that you're doing and everything. And I think I'd like to follow that path if I'm going to pursue this. And she was, of course, super supportive. She helped me, you know, Mm -hmm. switch over and everything and tell me which classes would be best to take. And I was like, okay, this is perfect. So I told my advisor, no, I'm switching. I'm going to go and get a business degree instead. And it turns out, even though there's still math involved, <laughs> I was like, oh, man, there's still math. I still have to take it's business even, math. Yeah, I still have to do. Yes, that's a little different, but it's still math. It's mm-hmm. still counting and financing and all that kind of stuff that you have to learn. And uh, shockingly enough, I did great at it. I, I really excelled. I rarely even got a B. I really did do very well. And I ended up graduating four year, four and a half years later, just this last year. I graduated in December of 2022 with a degree in business management. All right. So, yes, I got my bachelor's and I was thinking about going back from a master's. I wasn't quite sure yet. Mm-hmm. I had been working for the vet hospital that whole time and doing this other stuff on the side while I was doing that and loved it. And I was trying to decide now that I've graduated, do I need to go back? Coincidentally, I don't know, maybe it was fate. I don't know <laughs> if you believe in that. But <laughs> right after that, I had a friend that I had made there at the vet hospital. She worked with me. She was a vet tech and she worked alongside they had a groomer that mm. worked in the same building that I did she worked at the front she took care of uh, grooming all of the dogs that needed grooming from the boarding facility and the ones that she had just as clients regular clients for her mm-hmm. and I'd made friends with them and she had told me that she her brother had made contact with one of the owners of a dog boarding facility in town right. which was called Kelly's Kennels mm-hmm. which I had heard of before briefly like I said, I did research all of them while I was switching my degree plan, Mm -hmm. but they had told me about that. And she had said, Hey, she's looking to sell. Would you be interested in Mm -hmm. reaching out and perhaps 
trying to purchase this facility. I don't know how you're going to do it, but it would be a good idea, don't you think? Isn't that what you're trying to do? It's better to already get something that's established versus starting over from From scratch. scratch, Yeah, and you've got to make your own clientele. Just getting the building up itself is going to be a challenge. Mm -hmm. I knew it was probably going to be years down the line before I ever did that. And I was barely a 23-year-old out of college. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, you know what? That's a good idea. So sure enough, I I reached out. I had, had... brief contact with her previously to this actually Mm -hmm. I really did I had talked to her before this but it wasn't related to getting her business I didn't know she was selling so I got back in touch with her got to know her we I saw her facility went and visited her quite a few times and got to know the dogs a lot of hers are regulars that just like at my place that visit her all the time the only difference is that she has the largest facility in all (laughs) all of San Angelo's boarding yeah she she literally has 95 Boarding kennels is what you can, what we would call them, runs or kennels. That's more than some of the rescues. Yes, the the most that usually, the typical amount of kennels that these facilities have is about 40 to 45, maybe. Yeah, Mm -hmm. even my area, the boarding that I worked inside of, it was only 20 kennels or runs is what you call them. And then Mm -hmm. they had the smaller kennels. There was, I think, like 30 of them. So in grand total, I, it wasn't that much really and truly between the big dogs and the small dogs. We could handle it between me and another person. Mm-hmm. This facility, that is not the case. <laughs> you need way more staff to take care of them. It, it's, it's quite a tall task. And the, also the kennels are way bigger. That's mm-hmm. what I loved about it is that they're a lot. It's not a small cage that your dog's sitting in all weekend. They're quite roomy and it's an indoor outdoor facility. So they have a doggy door that they can go out of. And of course, the inside's air conditioned or heated, whatever it needs to be. But then they have a doggy door. They can go out into this other kennel section. And that way they can go back and forth and they're not caged up in a small area. So I love that about it. So that's how I came uh, across her. And I did did end up purchasing it. Yes, I worked alongside her to see what I could do about gaining her trust and telling her that I really do love dogs. I want to do this. I already had plans to do this. Uh I think it's just, it's meant to be. So she ended up loving me. We talked for a long time about it. It took quite a few months (laughs) to get it. But finally, at the end of June, me and two of my business partners, we purchased it. Awesome. Uh, back there. So we took over at the end of June and we've been running it ever since. So we now call it the Canine Resort and Daycare. Mm-hmm. So it is a boarding facility and it is also a daycare facility for dogs. Okay. So dogs can come there from Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday mm-hmm. to all day long for just $10 per dog, regardless of size or breed or anything like that. We mm-hmm. don't discriminate against breeds. We'll test your dog out anyway, see how they do with other dogs. And if they pass the test and they're allowed to you know, come back all three of those days. Mondays and Fridays are only the only times that we have to see because they do share the same the yards and the same kennels that our boarding dogs do at mm-hmm. times. So if there's like a rainy day, then we'll have to let them inside and stuff. But we need we need to make sure that we have room to right. house them and everything and they're not going to be in a compromised position. So Mondays mm-hmm. and Fridays, we technically don't have daycare. That's by appointment only. Mm-hmm. But Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday is free for every, anybody to <laughs> come free by. free for all. Yes, you can come <laughs> in, sign up as long as your dog has their rabies and Bordetella vaccination. And they pass our tests with one of our proven daycare dogs. We'll test them out. Mm-hmm. I sometimes test my own dog out with them. I have a golden retriever (laughs) that I take with me to daycare. He is the nicest dog you will ever meet in your entire life. He gets Mm. along with anybody. 
he's just the sweetest thing ever. So I I use him a lot of the times to test out with these dogs and (laughs) see what their temperament is. And really, truly, none of the dogs I've ever tested but have ever hated Gus is his Uh name. (laughs) Yeah, so Guster is, he's just perfect. So everybody loves him and all my staff love him. So Mm -hmm. yes, but we have quite a lot, well over, mm, I would say well over 30 daycare dogs throughout the oh, week wow. they all come so not all of them not all of them come every single day but right. they usually get a schedule that they try to show up at least once a week to bring their dogs but we have dogs of all shapes and sizes and they go only go out with their own size dogs big dogs go out with big dogs, big dogs in the yard, small dogs, small and small dogs gotcha. medium with medium and we have staff that watch <laughs> them so they get to have fun and their owners don't have to worry about them and i just think it's great for them to have some place to go and they get that socialization that a lot of dogs that they mm-hmm. need dogs do need socialization with other dogs in order to not necessarily be a problem in the future <laughs> so mm-hmm. they're not fighting other dogs and stuff because they're not used to being around them so they get mm-hmm. used to especially when they're younger being around other dogs and having positive yeah. encounters with yeah, the other having dogs positive is encounters key. with them yes then yeah. you won't have an issue right. you know, later on down the road so that's great but yes yeah, so that that is essentially how it went down <laughs> as far as me taking over and that is uh, it's uh, that's how we do run our facility Wow, oh, that's quite a story. That's a lot. Um, first, congratulations Thank on that. You. Um, I've heard so far nothing but good things about y'all. I do have a couple of clients of my own uh, that use you, your facility mm-hmm. for the daycare and for the boarding. So, And I've heard nothing but, like I said, nothing but good stuff. So Thank you. Congratulations on that. I'm glad to hear. <laughs> so we had talked about like your history. Um, obviously, you have a, an in-depth history working with the dogs you know in the vet's office and boarding specifically Um, what is what would you say is like your favorite aspect about your job when you get to work what is the thing that like lights you is it the dogs themselves what would you say is the thing that is when I was talking about this with one of my employees the other day and she was telling me how her favorite part about working there was with working with dogs that weren't her own, weren't dog breeds that necessarily she would get mm-hmm. ever in her lifetime. <laughs> and just being able to hang out with them during the day and get to know their personalities and getting that chance to hang out with them but not necessarily own them. <laughs> but you don't have to take them back <laughs> you home return with them. you. You can return them <laughs> at the end of the day. So in general, my answer, and I like I told her, I said I love hanging out with dogs. I love the whole fact that I get to work with other animals and animals of all breeds, right. just a wide variety. You'll get all kinds of ones and ones that you don't necessarily would expect to see here in San Angelo, much less Texas in general. We get mm-hmm. some, occasionally we'll get some rare ones. We get a lot of labs. <laughs> they're pretty right. popular, <laughs> right. but we see all kinds of breeds and we mm-hmm. get to hang out with them and see what they're like in person instead of just on Animal Planet or something. <laughs> read up on their breed online, we get to see them like, in person. Oh, I remember yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> I saw this in uh, National Geographic and now it's right here. <laughs> yeah, it's just incredibly What rare do you think one. is the rarest breed? What is a breed that came through that you guys were just, wow. Wow. We had a Commodore come in not too long ago, which is essentially those ones that look like mops. Right. (laughs) The ones with the cord. I know know what you're talking about. Yeah, and he comes in a lot for... He wasn't here for boarding. He was here for grooming because we have a 
grooming facility now as well. We just opened it up, as a matter of fact. Yes, so we do offer grooming now as well. And yeah, it's that guy anyway. Yeah, it's it's quite (laughs) a detail. (laughs) It's quite a job. So we were super excited when we heard that he was coming in. His name is Snow Bear, and just super nice. He always comes in with a little bun in his his hair to keep it the hair out of his out of his face, and we were all just grabbing onto him and stuff because they're so rare to right. find down here they are and he's just awesome uh, so you know, yeah. I, and i don't even think i've honestly as a trainer i don't even think i've encountered one in person so that's really no, neat oh you don't find them that's yeah what, they're supposed to be in colder climates right they're working breed <laughs> you're supposed to see them out i'm like. always surprised about how many huskies there are in san angelo too yeah, speaking of they, ones that aren't supposed to be they are yeah. and i'm like what is yeah. all these huskies coming from they're one of the ones super popular down here but man yeah and they're an excellent example i'm not a huge fan of husky <laughs> but have met quite a lot that i love right. and that's a perfect example i'd like to be around them but i at the end of the day i'm like okay go Take go, them you home. Can go back home <laughs> but yes no i've met plenty of ones that i just absolutely adore and they look awesome a lot of the huskies mm-hmm. have those beautiful crystal blue eyes right the icy yeah. awesome looking i've met a lot of them with just cool coats but they're made for a certain type of owner right. <laughs> a lot of the time <laughs> i like the laid back relaxed ones i own a lot of great things in my lifetime <laughs> I, I also have a great any day of the hounds <laughs> yeah they're all yeah so any yes a lot of the hound breeds yeah hound breeds but yeah that's probably the craziest breed that we've had so far we had an akita too um they're pretty cool th- that one came in for boarding he comes in a, a lot a couple of those yeah he's really nice too so just really cool looking so i, I like the really interesting breeds but so that's my answer my my, my favorite the part breeds. is getting to yes getting to see the different yeah. kind of breeds and you don't necessarily have to own that breed to be able to hang out with them so mm-hmm. i just love that part and just getting to hang out with dogs so yeah so being a new business owner um, in a new facility like everything is new for you so what uh what are some of the challenges that you've faced like you've encountered and how have you met them or over overcame them as a business owner right it was definitely a learning curve like I said before, I got into this. I didn't expect to take over a business out of college. Kind of just fell in your lap. It did. So it was a lot of things. I'm very fortunate. I don't think I could have done this had I not worked at a boarding facility and a vet hospital in general for five years and (laughs) (laughs) taking care of dogs at my house for five years, five plus years. Mm -hmm. And then going to college and getting that degree. I, I don't think I could have done it at all. No, there would have been no way as much as I love dogs. No, because there's, there's a lot more to it than just taking right, care a lot of, of dogs. behind the scenes. Yes, there yeah. is a lot of that. There, there's just so much that you have to consider and, and think about when you're running a business. I, I like to credit my success to my family, of course. Mm-hmm. They, they support me a lot. My mother's a helped me tremendously. Yes, they've supported me tremendously. My mother just knows so much that I could have never dreamed of because she had so many years of experience. Mm-hmm. Even without, she went back for this master's degree. She had done things of this nature for years and years. She didn't own a business, but mm-hmm. <laughs> she certainly helped run businesses and been directors before, been a director of things before and she's had quite a road quite a journey of to, in order to gather all this information that I just hadn't because I'm just so young right I'd like to credit her most of all <laughs> of all people so not just a support <laughs> team but she's uh, like your mentor too yes very much yeah. yeah so she points me in the right direction she helps me on things I just don't understand mm-hmm. about running behind the scenes and helps me correct some of 
the mistakes that I'm making mm -hmm. along the way. And so that's pretty much how I've been doing it <laughs> so far as I have a very good support system to guide me along with my own knowledge that I've gained through college and through experience with dogs. That's basically how I've been doing that's it. Yeah, cool. Just knowing that I am not alone. So. That's great. No, that's super important, I think. And good for you. Thank you. Yeah. If you can, walk everybody through, what is a typical day for a dog that is in boarding? Like from start, like they sign the dog in, just walk us through a day in the life at, if you're a dog in the boarding facility, what is their routine going to be? In the morning, we are up bright and early, <laughs> before seven in the morning, <laughs> and we are letting them outside to go to the bathroom mm -hmm. so that we can clean out their facility, refresh their water, pick up maybe their bowl from the night before if they didn't finish it, mm -hmm. and just making sure that their bedding is clean and everything, and just re redoing everything that we did the, the night before to make sure that they're, everything's up to par and they're good to go for when we let them back inside. So we have them outside, we're watching them and everything. They do their thing, and then we will let them back inside so that we can move on to another dock and everything. Mm -hmm. And so they'll, we'll let them, you know, back inside. And so they can eat their breakfast. At that point, we'll feed them, give them their medication and everything, making sure they're doing okay. And then we'll leave them alone for a little while to settle. And then we'll come back after a little while, once we're done with all the cleaning and everything, and we'll let them out again to make sure they get out some more. We have uh, two... For the bigger dogs, we have two huge yards. They're well over 50 feet long. Mm. I would say that we, we're right outside of city limits, so we have the acreage. Have the space. <laughs> yeah, we have quite, <laughs> quite a bit of room <laughs> to let the dogs roam around and stuff, which I thought was one of the most, which was one of the selling points when I looked at right. purchasing it. I, I did want it to be in the city, but I understand why it couldn't be because of the noise ordinance. <laughs> And there's stuff that you... 95 kennels. <laughs> yes, it, it is quite... And that's something that people ask me before. And they ask me, like, do they bark all day long? And I have to tell them, no, actually, they do not. The dogs, a lot of them are regulars. They come there so they quite know a the bit. routine. They, and they know the routine. In. They know when we're going to let them out. And they recognize our faces. They really mm -hmm. do. And so they get used to seeing all of us. So half the time when we walk into the building to mess with some stuff in between letting them out and taking care of them and stuff and just to check on them, they ignore us. Sometimes. <laughs> they're like, yeah, yeah, it's not time Yeah, yet. it is. <laughs> they know it's nap time. They know we're not going to let them outside. Like they've got it. Some of them, they've got it down to a science. They know, okay, they're not really here to let us out. They're just here to do whatever. Yeah. So they'll, they really will ignore. So a lot of times they're not actually barking all day long. Some, some you will, but you get some of the gift again. Yeah, maybe you know, a couple of the huskies. Hounds, they're going to be a little, <laughs> they're going to want to howl for a little while. Yeah. Yes, the huskies, a lot of the, a little bit more hyperactive ones. Yeah, they will bark quite some a bit. energy. But, yeah. You know, for the most part, they really are. They still down in the middle of the day and they don't do all that much if somebody comes in for a tour or something yeah then that's yeah. why i have to explain to them like okay you're here they don't know you yeah. who are you they're, are you yes, in our boarding facility their what dogs are, are super here? excited yeah they, they think you're a stranger it's just you're like gonna say home. hi yeah when the mailman do comes you have to food <laughs> yeah yes they just they're gaining for your they they want your attention and everything and it's just like when the mailman comes to your front door mm -hmm. at home they're gonna go crazy what do you everything. want <laughs> they're not used to seeing you so that yeah. just brought up memories but sorry memories no, of the mailman hmm? memories of the mailman no it just it brings back memories of me just explaining <laughs> i was waiting people. for you to say i was also a male lady for about yeah. two years and <laughs> No, I, I had Bring back of memories my of my days in the mailroom. <laughs> yeah, no, I was a little busy <laughs> with other stuff. That was not on my dream list. 
<laughs> I'm good. See? Yeah, we will, we'll let them back out for a little bit and then we'll let them in and that's basically nap time mm -hmm. for them. They can hang out. If they have siblings with them in their kennel area, then they can just stay with their siblings or, you know, a lot of them, they take a nap. They don't do too much or they'll play with their toys. And then again, around lunchtime, we'll let them out again. They can go outside. If they have some toy that they're like really interested in, sometimes we have balls, the tennis balls and things like that, mm -hmm. that we can throw for them. But for the most part, we just let them out to go to the bathroom and just watch them and everything, give them time to stretch their legs. Do their thing. Yeah, just let them have a little bit of bit of a time out in this different area. They're all, they, mm -hmm. some of them, they want to sniff every Explore. blade of grass, every blade of grass and see the fence and everything and just check out the place. So we try to give them time to do that. Mm -hmm. And then we let them back inside and they, they hang out for a little while more until sometime in the afternoon. So a lot of it is just letting them back outside. They mm -hmm. don't spend all day stuck in there, <laughs> right. waiting and waiting for you to show back up. We're always walking through the buildings doing stuff anyway so they're mm -hmm. used to our interaction with them and seeing us and we have the radio in there playing for them especially in the big building that sounds throughout the, that yeah. way that you don't have, have some white it's not noise just, in there yeah, yeah so it's not just super quiet awesome and, mm -hmm, so that's generally how it is it's just letting them out all throughout the day and then at the end of the day we feed them again Mm -hmm. um, usually, typically, everyone feeds their dog twice a day. There's a few that they ask you, you to feed them three times a day or they have some kind of special medical medicine and stuff that they have to be fed. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, it's pretty much morning and, and evening, and that's how we do that. Mm -hmm. right. Yep, and daycare is they're, <laughs> they're pretty much outside in their own. We have quite a few yards, and they have their own designated yards that they go out to okay. in between letting out the boarding dogs. We have to let them inside so we can let the boarding dogs mm, out to go to the bathroom. Time. And then they'll go back outside. That's their time to have nap time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the daycares, they do go in for nap time for a little bit. <laughs> so the daycares, they have their socialization and, mm -hmm. and playtime. How do you break that that up for them? Like how long, First of all, like how long are they there? The ones that come for daycare, is it a full day or couple of hours or can your clients choose how long their dogs are there like how does the daycare program run it, it just we leave it up to the owners they can drop them off as soon as we open up and during the week we open from 7 30 to 5 30 mm -hmm. so they can drop them off right at 5 30 and they'll have that full day to play and everything or they can drop them off later it's still the same charge mm -hmm. and everything so it incentivizes you to drop them off earlier in the day so they can have a lot longer to play mm -hmm. but it's just it goes off of when the owners can drop them off. Okay, so there's no back. set time. They can pretty much pick in between that time period when they want to drop off? Yes, they can pick, yeah. yeah. If they only want to drop them off in the afternoon, that's perfectly fine, just as long as it's between 7.30 and 5.30, and they know at the end, at 5.30, they've got to be picked up by then. And the dogs are always supervised when they go out in the yards together. Yes. You always have employees out there making sure everybody's getting along mm -hmm. and no one's trying to climb a fence or anything, anything yes. like that <laughs> yeah the, the best part about that is really truly the dogs they're distracted with each other they no, really who are you <laughs> yes they always a lot of them are regular so a lot of them they have their own other. best friends <laughs> yeah so they see their best friend and they're you like have oh dog my gosh. clicks in the play yard <laughs> yes we do so when we introduce a new dog it, it takes them a second to kind of make figure friends out where he fits yeah. In. yeah yeah they're trying to figure out who's going to be my new friend who can i fit in with because everyone has their own best friends they're running <laughs> around with and so they that usually that first couple of days they spend a little bit more time with the employees that are watching them mm -hmm. and all of the dogs they love when the employees are hanging out with them too so they like to they yeah they like that full interaction but no yeah, they all have a good time, and it's just as earliest as the owners want to drop mm -hmm. them off and pick them up. And are they out uh, playing all day, or do they come in for a nap break, too? Yes, they do. They go out in the morning. Mm -hmm. 
for a few hours, depending on the weather, if it's not too hot or if it's not too cold. Mm-hmm. Right now, our weather's a little crazy. It's a little awkward, <laughs> so it, yeah. It is a little hard. <laughs> it's been crazy to yeah. predict it. And then is it going to rain today, or is it just Yeah, cloudy? we could have an 80% chance of rain, and then it won't rain at all that <laughs> yeah. day. And then other times, it doesn't seem like it's going to rain. And in the afternoon, it's pouring. Yeah. So our weather has just been nuts. Yeah. At least it's not over 100 degrees anymore, but it is really hard to play that. We just have to play it by ear. But no, they get out. They're let out after we get done with the boarding dogs in the morning because they have to use all those yards uh, mm-hmm. as well. And then once they're done, then we'll let them out and the staff will go out there and watch them and we'll have them in their designated yards according to their size. Mm-hmm. And they'll be out there. And then we will let them in um, closer to lunchtime so we can rotate the other dogs uh, mm-hmm. again and we'll let them in. That's their time to have nap time. Or if sometimes if their owners bring them lunch some type of snack or anything we'll mm-hmm. feed them and we'll have mm-hmm. them in their cage and they'll be fed and a lot of them they're ready to come inside and take a nap <laughs> so they'll come inside and they'll, they they'll need power that break down. they right. do they're like yeah. children so they'll yeah. come in and they will crash and yeah. they'll be down for quite a while so that whole time we're taking care just, of the other dogs just letting them be yeah and yeah. they're perfectly fine with that and then once we're done with rotating all of the boarding dogs and having their time outside to go to the restroom we'll let them back in and then we'll let them back out again mm-hmm. it's only towards when we get closer to 5 30 then that's when we'll we'll reel them in permanently and we'll keep them for mm-hmm. maybe the, that last hour or so mm-hmm. we won't let them back outside so that they'll be good to go when they leave in case we need to maybe they were playing in the pool because we have a pool mm-hmm. out there if we need to wash them off clean off their feet or whatever <laughs> they oh were that's super around. cool so there's like <laughs> there's a natural pool, pool? yeah yeah we play, have and they just can jump in and and we have quite a few dogs that they that'll love. take advantage of that yeah, yes we have ones that they will dive head first as soon as they've seen that pool they're like that's all they care about they're like yes this is where I want to be back in summer oh my gosh it was the <laughs> best thing a ever hangout. yes so <laughs> Yeah, right now it's not so much pool time just because right. it's crazy. It's a little chilly. It is, yes. We had to put it up but and drain it. But, yes, that is one of the features that they get to play with is we have a pool out there. <laughs> they can That's go super in. cool. <laughs> and then we'll you know, awesome. bring them in, clean them up, and get them ready to go for the evening. <laughs> so that's a lot of work between the boarding and the daycare and managing all of that. How, about how many employees do you have? We have... I believe 17 employees okay. at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ones that work every <laughs> single day. <laughs> yeah. And then we have the ones that work on the weekends only. And they're there okay. every single day, <laughs> both days, morning and mm-hmm. afternoon. But yes, that's the number that we have. And they're, they stay pretty busy. 17, and they that's love cool. it. Mm-hmm. Do you have certain requirements for anybody that would want to work at your facility? Like around the dogs, do they need to have any kind of, what do you look for as far as experience or any type of training or certifications or anything? Technically, you don't have to have any kind of certification. Mm-hmm. You get a real leg up when you've had experience with boarding before, mm-hmm. at least, and working with dogs. Those are usually so what I'm looking for. It really does hands-on. pay. It really does pay to have hands-on experience. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily discriminate discriminate against you if you don't because i know you got to start somewhere working with dogs so i I completely understand that i've been there before i went working at the vet hospital and never worked anything of that nature ever before so that that's not necessarily something that i won't you know allow you to work with us if you haven't had that experience but it certainly does help a big thing that i've told them before for hiring and everything is that 
gotta have patience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a really big working with dogs patience absolutely. game. It is. It's really hard to work with an animal that you can't talk to. You don't know how they're feeling. You have to let them show you how. It's like working with a bunch of toddlers, (laughs) and you can't tell them that you're just trying to take care of them. That you're just trying to feed them, yeah, absolutely, give them water, and you just want them to go. There's a big barrier there. Yes, there is, (laughs) and so you really have got to be able to get an understanding of dogs and just have patience with them Mm -hmm. and understand that a lot of them they're just scared. They're not used to being there, and maybe they just want their own little personal space and everything and also you've got to understand that some of them they really don't care about your personal space no, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have dogs a lot gonna... of space invaders <laughs> out there yeah they're gonna jump on you <laughs> they're gonna pull on you when you're trying to leash walk them they're uh-huh. gonna step on your shoes i do dog told, stuff basically. <laughs> I told my employees, I'm like, these dogs, they don't care about what you're wearing. They don't care if you're wearing Gucci. They don't they, know what that means. Yeah. It, it means nothing to them. Yeah. You're yeah, oh. you're a nice pair of yeah. You better come ready shoes. to get dirty. <laughs> exactly. It is a dirty job. Yeah. It is. That that too. You're picking up after them when they make mm. a mess. They're just yeah. like, yeah, they're like a toddler. And like, mud and yes, all the yeah. dog hair. <laughs> yes. And you're just having to clean up after them. A lot of it that's half the battle, not just just playing with them and making mm-hmm. sure that they're not getting into stuff and making sure that they're comfortable and everything, but also you're picking up after them and cleaning up after them. You can't be a germaphobe to work there. Right. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> it just can't. It won't I mean, last very long. It, it just isn't. Yeah, you can keep it as clean <laughs> as you want, but some of those dogs, they're going <laughs> to they're gonna make a mess. It just doesn't matter. <laughs> so, yes, it's a big one is patience. You have to love dogs and you have to be willing to adapt to their personalities because not all dogs are the same. Mm, and not all breeds, you know, it could be the same breed, but they don't have the same personality exactly. at all. They're going to be completely different from the one you're used to. Yeah. So you just have to be able to adjust and take it just one day at a time, basically. <laughs> and just be willing to roll with the punches. So that's basically what I'm looking for in a person. And I wouldn't want to hire someone who doesn't love dogs. They just tolerate them. It's not going to be enough. Mm. You're not going to last. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. I love dogs. And even I can say I've been frustrated at times. Mm-hmm. So it, it's definitely. Yeah. You're working with li- some kind of living animals, beings. There's going to be times where it's, yeah, I can, you know, yes, it's going to get frustration, is. especially when you have that many. Yeah. And that's and the other thing. Largest facility that the most dogs are taken <laughs> care of as much. We, we have a lot of staff, but even then mm-hmm. you're going to be you know, busy. <laughs> You're gonna be busy with these dogs, and right. it's gonna be a lot to lot really, to do. They're really yeah. earning their paychecks over there. Yes, a ton. But they, they tell me that it's worth it yeah. to take care of these guys. They truly, my my staff truly love love working with these dogs, and a lot of them they've gotten to know. A mm-hmm. lot of them they see all the time, mm-hmm. and they just love it's them. Like so having much. friends. <laughs> yeah, and even the dogs. I do think the dogs, even our regulars, love them. They see yeah. them all the time, and I think. I've been told by some of these owners that they brought in them, not even just for daycare, that their dog gets excited when they pull into the drive-thru. They know where they're at, and they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm here. I'm ready to go. So that's one of the things that just makes me the most happy, knowing the dogs really and truly are... Having a good time. Yes, they are, because I I try really hard to make sure that they're having uh, as much fun fun or as comfortable as possible. So you had mentioned you accept dogs of all different breeds and sizes. Is that true also for temperaments? Maybe that's the only problem that we perhaps would come across Mm -hmm. is that, of course, because, and you know, at the end of the day, I have to think about my staff too. 
They're the Safety. ones that are, yes, yeah. I, I'm taking care of them, but they're also taking care of them. And I need to make sure that they're not going to be put in a compromised position just for the sake of mm-hmm. making that sale or housing that dog while these people are out of town and everything. Mm-hmm. So I need to make sure that my staff is going to be able to handle this dog and make mm-hmm. sure that they're able to take them outside. They're able to even just get in their kennel and mm-hmm. clean up after them. And if they can't do that because that dog's upset and they're like really stressed out. Some kind out of activity issue. And everything and temperament does play a role in it. It plays a role in it in daycare for sure. They don't get along right. with other dogs and they don't pass the yeah. test. I'm not going to stress them out and everything. How do you all test for that, for the daycare? What does that test involve? We bring them into, we take them out to the yard. We mm-hmm. have them sniff around the yard for a little bit, kind of see mm-hmm. where they're at, get used to being in that environment, mm-hmm. in that yard. And then we will, on a leash, of course, we have that dog on a leash. We will have one of our is what we call them ambassador dogs one of our test dogs essentially like i said for the bigger dogs yeah an even tempered dog one that we've proven is a daycare dog and can be with other dogs and the one for the bigger dogs is my dog i have my dog gus that (laughs) i use for the big dogs and i will have him come out on a leash Mm -hmm. and that other dog that we're testing on a leash Mm -hmm. and after he's done you know sniffing the yard and everything then I'll introduce him and we'll go in the yard and we'll just you know walk around each other you know mm-hmm. on a leash kind of just going in circles around each right. other and making sure there's no signs of aggression or yeah making like sure he's fine with him being even just in the yard with him it's gonna be in the yard with him in general <laughs> <laughs> he can't even be in the Step same one yeah, can we be in the same <laughs> area <laughs> yeah if he can't even be in the same area he's panicking yeah you know, right away you'll know then yeah. I will know pretty quickly and then we will get them closer to each other, and that's when we'll try to see if they can they interact. make. Yeah. yeah, but it's a very slow process. It's not like we just you know go on, yeah, we, right. <laughs> and we do not have them <laughs> go on their face to face immediately yeah. upon introduction. No, it's very slow. It takes us quite a bit, mm-hmm. at least ten minutes usually to test them, mm-hmm. and then once we see that they're giving us good signs that mm-hmm. they're okay and they're curious about the other dog and they're sniffing mm-hmm. them, they're doing their usual dog introduction to each other. We let that happen, and then I will usually let the tester dog off the leash, and we'll see how he does. Sir, do do you have an age limit on the dogs that you take, or is there... They have to have all of their shots, including all their puppy shots. So Mm -hmm. they can't be too young to where they haven't had all their puppy shots. They they need to be fixed, of course. so spayed or neutered. Yeah, so by that point, typically, it's already seven. Usually, the earliest you can spay or neuter them is like five months. Typically, yeah, that's yeah. like the earliest. They usually don't recommend it under yeah. six months. Do you accept seniors, like the older, elderly dogs too? We do, as long as they're able to get around okay. If they have a noticeable... They have to be mobile. Yes, yeah. if they have a severe gimp and they're unable to be very steady on their feet, mm-hmm. then they're probably not going to do great in the yard with a bunch of other dogs. That, mm-hmm. uh, again, just like <laughs> with uh, mm-hmm. with humans, they're not going to notice that your dog is older. Mm-hmm. They, they don't care. <laughs> about they don't care about what about on the board what about on the boarding side would you allow that or or for boarding you can be of any age yes as long as you've had all your vaccinations Mm -hmm. then you can board you know regardless of age we will have to be a little bit more careful about monitoring your dog especially if they have a lot of health concerns Mm -hmm. then that's something to take in consideration but we don't discriminate against age any kind of age or any kind of ailment as far as boarding goes. We'll even take in the diabetics and the ones that have, you know, seizures, uh, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. We have taken in those, 
but we have to make sure that they're not in a really bad medical <laughs> position. Yeah, if they're like really if they need constant really, monitoring or something yes, like that. Yes, if they're a really big safety risk and I'll recommend them being taken to a, you know, a vet hospital. We have plenty of that do boarding mm-hmm. here in town and they need to be monitored, you mm-hmm. know, more closely with people with professionals who in that position. Right. Then I will let people know I'm like, "Okay, your dog is a little bit more compromised health-wise. I think they need a little bit closer supervision than what we could probably give them. I really those decisions, like the same thing that you were saying with like dogs that have severe reactivity or aggression issues, how you're not scared to say, we can't have this at that facility. I really like that because that's a lot better for owners than taking in a dog that you're really not equipped to take in. Mm -hmm. So I really like that you use your judgment, you know, your staff, you know, your capabilities in your facility. And I respect that. I've held you here for about an hour already. We've been (laughs) chit-chatting. So I don't want to keep you too much longer. But is there anything specifically that you would want to say to everyone that we haven't touched on? Is there anything that you'd want to put out there? I think we covered all our bases as far as how we run the facility. Like I said, you know, we, we run our boarding facility, you know, basically 24, 24-7 on our end. Mm-hmm. We're open for boarding Monday, Friday, 7.30 to 5.30. Saturdays, we're open from 8 to noon, and Sunday, we are completely closed to the public. Mm-hmm. Those are our hours. The daycare is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 7.30 to 5.30. Monday and Friday are by appointment only, and Saturday and Sundays, we are completely closed as far as daycare goes. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be introducing a lot more turf in the future. We're going to be getting a lot more water work, water features that we're Mm -hmm. going to try to introduce more because we know the dogs love the pool already. (laughs) So we're going to do that starting (laughs) next year as soon as possible. And it's just a lot of updates that we're going to be making and expanding upon the business and hopefully not too far from now making more kennels facilities like that and a lot more play areas adding more playgrounds and stuff to try to expand upon areas for the dogs to play in and everything a lot of it is to benefit the dogs right so that's a lot of our future plans and everything and hopefully just a lot of the ideas that I've had in my head (laughs) as far as how we're gonna just make it a lot a lot better for the dogs and everything so Mm -hmm. I would just say for those who are interested in Mm -hmm. doing boarding give us a call our phone number is 325-651-6223 we'd love to take care of your dog (laughs) we've talked your ear off about taking care of dogs we love them we love any kind of breed especially the rare ones and we just love for you to give us the opportunity to spend time with your dog even if it's just a weekend daycare if you want to bring in you're interested in your dog getting time with other dogs even if it's just once a week I tell people that's perfect. It gives them that opportunity to have fun and gives them like a field trip. And in a good environment where they're being supervised. Yeah, they're being monitored and everything. They get to spend time Mm -hmm. with their own kind Mm -hmm. as well as us. And we, of course, entertain them and everything throughout the day. They don't just get to walk around in the yard. (laughs) So we we do keep them entertained for you and we'll send them home nice and happy at the end of the day. I promise. (laughs) Yeah, so give us a shot as far as that goes. Are you all on social media? Do you have... We do, yes. We have a Facebook page called... You can just look up the Canine Resort and Daycare. Mm -hmm. It'll pop up with our logo on it. And then we also have a website, Canine Resort and Daycare. 
Yes. So I'm like, yeah, it'll pop up. <laughs> promise. Yeah, Just start it's all typing in canine resort. Yeah, as long as you put, yeah, it's Make sure long, it's but. in San Angelo. Don't look at the one in Missouri or something. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, yeah, forget which ones we put on there because it's such a, it's a long, it's a bit of a long name, but I promise if you start typing that in, it'll pop up pretty quick. We're at the top of the, top of the list when you look up boarding places. Right. Of all things, even. So it'll pop up for us really quickly, but. We'd love to hear from you, and thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for coming in. It's been uh, very fun chatting with you and learning about the changes that you're making and implementing. And I have to say, too, being very young and doing this, your mom should be super, super proud of you. I (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) Yes, I'm I'm sure Um, she is. But thank you again so much for, for coming and doing this with us. Thank you. And, yep, I wish you all the best on your journey. I'm looking forward to seeing the changes as you go. I I am too. I'm super excited (laughs) for next year. I think a lot of people will really like it. All right. Thank you. All right.